Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. Here I'm joined by an interesting soul for snacks and sometimes full-blown banquets. We share conversation and confessions, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey, brilliant lot. You're in for a right old laugh out loud here. A lol. <laughs> Do you remember when people said lol all the time? Anyway, this is a juicy one, so I'll keep my introduction blissfully brief. Um, it is the funniest episode. It's an Easter special with Amy Gledhill and Glenn Moore. Yeah. First, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and for giving us five-star reviews and for telling everyone at work about hoovering. Next, please may you go, if you haven't already, to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and consider spending as little as £2 a month funding the future of this podcast in exchange for loads of lovingly created exclusive shit just for my patrons, including things like early and ad-free copies of every single episode. Finally, don't forget to listen to my new stand-up series on BBC Radio 4. I poured my whole heart into making it brilliant. It's called Sturdy Girls Club and it's all on BBC Sounds right now. Okay, this is such a flipping great one. We recorded it upstairs in the Brewdog. We recorded it live in front of the most glorious audience. Special shout out if you came to see this one recorded. You were ace and it was part of the always excellent Leicester Comedy Festival, as you're about to hear. Ready your mini eggs. Um, I've got two amazing guests. Who are you? I'm Glenn Moore. Good. Uh, 
I made me glad to hell. I knew it. And yeah. together we are. Oh, oh. no, no, no. Okay, oh. <laughs> very funny. Together you're very funny. Um, I'm very honoured to have you both here. What's going on is we're in a venue that feels like Christmas, even though what we're really in is mid-Feb, and what we're going to do is celebrate Easter. Great. Um, because this episode will go out um, in, the re- in the normal world to people who aren't cool enough to come to the live show on Easter weekend. So, I've bought a selection of Easter eggs for us to scoff. Let's just tear in. Let's just tear on in. Um, there's a peppermint aero, there's a twirl orange flavoured, and there's a Maltesers. There's loads of smaller eggs, but I'd like to start, please, with a bigger egg, because I'm very intrigued to see how both of you tackle the big main egg. Ooh. <laughs> I've never done a special Easter egg episode before. Um, go for Maltesers. Yes, we'll go for whatever floats your boat the most. Do we have them? Each. Yeah, I want to see. This well, is If there's any leftovers, we can take them and soak in the audience. <laughs> yes, to serve people right, not coming to live shows. No mini eggs for them. <laughs> oh, Amy's just banging it up on the knee. How, did yours come already broken? It was already broken. I had a slight hole in the top, so it looked like the Death Star. I thought. <laughs> and I uh, just, but from there, I was able to sort of pick it out. I think they should all come with a, a hole. Oh, what? Like oh, the, the listeners will never be able to hear this, but the audience here will know that Amy smashed hers to death upon her <laughs> knee. Like a kind of, like a bawdy sort of farm wench. Like slapping, really like nice slapping my thigh, like good joke, good joke. Sort of music. And then, Glenn, I didn't know yours was already smashed, so I thought that you had like the force of a ninja within one finger and had been able to... Oh, I did the Kill Bill punch on the egg. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or like you'd like been... You were so clever that you've been able to find the perfect pressure point at which to be able to give it just a tiny tap. (laughs) Lovely. Yeah. Um, I'm having a real old effort getting my peppermint arrow out. Right. Oh, okay. How should we do it? I've never done this before. I'm going to drop it from a height. Oh! (laughs) Satisfying, actually. Really great. Um, okay, so tell me, um, do yours taste of the chocolate that they're meant to taste of? Have they gone for a more generic chocolate for the egg itself? Because this is, I've got nostalgic feelings about Easter eggs, and I fear that, I want to get into the, this, I fear that they used to, like, if you got, um, if you got a Kit Kat Easter mm. egg, even the egg tastes yeah. of Kit Kat chocolate. Is that yeah. what's happening to this you? This is now? definitely a Maltesers egg. This is 100% <gasps> oh. this Maltesers, yeah. And I don't think that's just confirmation bias. Right. I firmly believe. Okay. Okay. Amy, it's well, yours taste of an orange twirl. Have you it had tastes orange? of orange, but there's an orange twirl in here. And oh. for the purposes of science, I'm happy to eat both. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that means it, me. Let's see whether they're the same chocolate. Right. This, I've got mint aero, and it really is defo mint aero mm. chocolate, which actually, without the minty bubbles, is so fine and great. <laughs> oh, God. I appreciate this as a podcast, but I'm nice really time. in my own world yeah, right no, now. You've got, you've got to do the right we research. We can take our time. They're different. Right. Oh. I know. That's I a think... beautiful audience. <laughs> I think Cadbury's take the piss. Because, because yeah. they've got so many different chocolates. And I know yeah. that Cadbury's on its own tastes good enough, so that's, they just roll out all their eggs to taste like that, I think. Whereas Lazy. the others are sort of fighting for their damn lives. <laughs> um, and I, I think companies started to care because they... I, I think back in, like, the early 2000s, they were all the same flavour. Yeah. And uh, I think it just became, it was just a lottery. It didn't really matter who you got it from, especially... I, I think once a disappointment came out that the Cadbury's cream egg one isn't filled with cream egg. 
Yeah. Oh. Have oh, they ever yeah. invented one that does that? No, they oh. haven't. And the thing is, it's like, I, I, I know it would be a bad idea. <laughs> I, know, like, I, I, know, I know it would kill me, but let me find that out for myself. Yeah. They should give you the option to buy it. I agree. Stop mm. bloody nanny state. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried the, the white cream egg? No, but I have got a few. So <gasps> oh, wow, yeah. I've wanted to try one for ages! <laughs> Best day ever! Um, I've also got the Reese's Pieces eggs, loads of normal cream eggs. They've got shitter. I was trying to explain to my son they used to be what? twice the size. And the inside, I think there was, I'm going to say it, like a way better mouthfeel and an almost like umami. There was like a more... <laughs> there was something... The fondant inside that looks like white and orange... Definitely used to be. F- I don't know how to. I've got not got the like. I think it's more sickly now. Mm. I think it just tastes of like granulated sugar and fuck all else now. And before, it never tasted of egg. That would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it did. T- it had something. It had like. It had something. Mm. And now it's got nothing. But other than yum yum sugar, yum yum sugar. I don't want to be the only one who gets a, if you like mint arrow that. Uh, I, I I don't, but thank you. You don't like mint chocolate? No, I don't. Well, it's just it's just it's not it's not the same. Okay. It's like um, if you have fish instead of meat, you go. Yeah, but it's not it's not meat though, is it? No. It's I don't not know if I'm I, I don't know if I'm in the wrong for or if if anyone would sort of disagree with me on that. But I I feel like it's there's a slight twinge of disappointment that mint chocolate isn't as nice as regular. Chocolate, and I, I, I think what happened was I made the mistake years ago. I made the mistake years ago of um, my parents got me some like novelty chocolate for Christmas. Right. It was like Marmite chocolate, and they were like, "How is it?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's nice." And then they oh, only get me Marmite no. chocolate now. Oh, and it's like, gross. Oh yeah, but obviously so grateful, but at the same time not. Um, we were talking in the green room. I hope you don't mind me giving away your secrets. And it is a secret, it's not. Yeah. Um, so I really oh, like no. Pepsi Max Cherry, mm. but Glenn's favourite drink is Pepsi Max. So right. I feel like maybe you're, a, like we said, you're a purist, so maybe you like, do you like chocolate orange? Yeah, I do. Oh, I do. But that's <laughs> that's but, fucked my theory. Forget yeah, it. I'm sorry. Forget yeah. it. I'm going to no, go no, back no, to it's, eating. It, it, it's fine. And th- thanks for not mentioning the other stuff <laughs> we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> other conversations about being a purist about other things, which really <laughs> Ever see the light of day. Um, <laughs> Do you want some of this chocolate orange? I'd like some of the orange one, yeah. That's really amazing. good. Um, um, yeah, I, I was, it was absolutely my cue to speak again then, and I, I was too busy eating that. <laughs> also, I've very much had these new Kinder Bueno eggs picked up to me. <gasps> Have anyone been there yet? May I? Yes. What? Oh, I love the way you said it. Because I, uh, I, um, so I only had my first ever Kinder Egg just over yeah. a year ago. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Oh, what Kinder happened? Surprise. Um, Did you have really wholesome... What happened to you? Marmite I don't know. I think, my, I think my parents didn't trust me with potential choking hazards even up until the age of 18. <laughs> um, but I... Uh, yeah, I just... I never, ever... I, 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 it, it, it just never came up. And the thing is, the amount of shock people show at you when you say, oh, it's just never, it's just never come up, yeah. is baffling. And yeah, I, I remember dating someone about 10 years ago who said she didn't eat meat. And I just... Eat, because we were dating, it sort of came up a conversation of, oh, why don't you eat meat? And she just went, oh, I've just never gotten around to it. And it was like, well, that's insane. <laughs> and, like, you've had the opportunity. Whereas a Kinder Egg wasn't necessarily, you know, always an option. Um, with this. Is it, is it really good? I've... Bitten it in half, and I wish I'd done it in a one like a piece of sushi. Mm. I think if that was broken down without the use of teeth, 
with that level of patience, mm. we've got we've got a conical Ferrero Rocher without the <laughs> annoying bumps on our hands. Mm. That is so good. Do you reckon Ferrero Rocher have ever made an egg, and did it look horrifying? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's gone off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's warped in the sun and then reseat. That is the only time I think I'd definitely say it. when chocolates clearly like it happens in the car a lot, doesn't it? Mm. It becomes a liquid and then re-solidifies. Orange Yorkie can survive that chemical can change. It? Yeah. Orange is the key. Mm-hmm. Um, I've realised, and I think this maybe says something about me as a person, I've never ever seen gone off chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Things going off, it's like, oh yeah, I've never ever in my life seen gone off chocolate. <laughs> it Does it go like, off? It, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, should we ask the audience, can chocolate go off? It goes all white. It yeah, it, the fats come off. It yes, blooms. It blooms. Fit word. It blooms. I was going to say it gets white bits on, but that's the fact coming <laughs> out. Do you mean it increases in size in certain areas? Like in a Toblerone, does it just fill in? <laughs> You've just got like a, yeah, just a, what would it be, a cuboid. Yeah, you go, that's better. Yeah. That's better. That's yeah. Way more of that. Lovely. But it tastes of dust, doesn't it? And like when, that, when that's happened, and it's not great. Um, guys, have you got any particularly... Um, Easter-based eating stories, opinions and or memories. I've written down any hunts slash bunnies, part of your origin stories or not? <laughs> That's a quite a big question, isn't it? It is, yeah. Do you want me to tell some stories while you think? Well, we do, we do, um, weirdly, we do Christmas at Easter in my family. We do Christmas as at Christmas. Yeah. But for some reason, Easter was always treated as just another Christmas, so we have a, we have a full Christmas dinner. <gasps> We gift. Uh, no. gift. We gift eggs. We gift yeah. a gift of eggs. Um, and but, but yeah, there's there's crackers. <laughs> I think because Ray. crackers come in packs of sixteen, and I was a family of four, so we go. Well, this will last us at least a few celebrations. And then we, you know, eventually you do your Saint Swithin's Day crackers as well. <laughs> but, um, but no, it was, yeah, we, we used to just we we do crackers and everything. But we just never questioned it because it is essentially the same. Yeah. Day in terms yeah. of like TV. And the TV guide having the little fancy trim around the outside for the, you know, for the, for the key days. Um, and, you know, and then ITV having like a two-part drama about Merlin or something. Yeah. So it was like, it just felt exactly the same. So, yeah, we just great. treated it as that. Yeah, it was great. That's a brilliant thing to do with your Easter. Mm. What about you? No, quite the opposite. Right. We sort of pass Easter and then when the eggs are discounted the next day, that's when we're like, come on! <laughs> Even when you were a kid? Oh, Yeah. Have you got siblings? I can't remember. I'm the youngest of seven. Fuck, I forgot So that. obviously we're not doing Easter on Easter. We're doing it on discount <laughs> Easter. The real Easter, my mother says. We'll do it on the real Easter. <laughs> I love it. Um, but did you not, if there were seven of... So you wouldn't, didn't do an Easter egg hunt ever? No. Did you? And you didn't do that? But it's not the best way for your parents to be thrifty. But by the end of the day, they just go, you just haven't been looking hard enough. <laughs> For ten years, yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, uh, I don't think. I, I just don't think they were like organised enough. Right, well, right. it was never Easter. Was never like a big celebration. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he I, had died on the cross after all. <laughs> Can't really celebrate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Tell that on the real Easter. <laughs> um, we had a... We went quite big on it, but 
I think it was it wasn't a religious going big on it. I think it was the love of chocolate and also a family with a, just a, enough feeders in for it to be quite a celebratory thing. But so I I didn't have any siblings till I was a teenager, but I had cousins who I'm really close with. So we'd all get together and there would be an Easter egg hunt. I've got various memories of that. One, there was one year where I trod on two wasps <gasps> during the hunt. Oh, no. Yeah. Sting on both feet. Don't know why I didn't pop, pop some shoes on after the first incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the brightest. The famous phrase, once bitten, we go again. <laughs> once bitten, twice bitten. <laughs> Ooh, hobbly child. Um, yeah, and then... Um, but also, my cousins, are, they, they then got a, a later sibling as well. But anyway, the boy cousin was like me that the girl cousin would play us and so wh- whatever you ended up collecting from the easter egg hunt you then distributed evenly amongst the children so it's irrelevant and I've carried that on into like mm. with my kid like if, if there's more than however anyway but then what you've got is this situation that feels like a kind of peek into a post-apocalyptic survival or not is to how quickly you then eat your Stash, and the girl cousin would hold out for fucking months <gasps> in a way that blew my me and the boy would be like <laughs> 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 just try like wait until you're like on the edge of puking like it's bits like you're this snot chocolatey like <laughs> and you just there'd be like one or two things left and you'd be like them. Just leave them. <laughs> leave, 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 leave them until the girl cousin's finished at least one item. I, don't, I mean, I know I could use her name, Georgina. She's extraordinary at chocolate hoarding, and she's moved to Australia now, a country where chocolate doesn't last. You'd see chocolate go off very. Quickly. I bet she's seen it bloom. She's seen it bloom. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's waited so long for it. And the other thing I loved about Easter egg hunts is we always did them in the garden. It was always at my nana's house, and um, you there would be so many little eggs. Um, you'd never get them all and w- every single year months later you'd, I'd be playing in that garden normally not in an easter egg hunty way and find a cabbage cream egg for example betwixt the branches <laughs> of a tree and you'd be like Ooh! and often it would look perfect and you'd get to it and something had burrowed and eaten it from the other side out and it would be an empty yeah an empty foil shell oh wow yeah I had yeah, I've, uh, there are a few occasions where I ate an Easter egg from like that was obviously meant for two years ago. Yeah, oh god, and that disgust, that disgusting. Mm. Um, and because you don't even find it on Easter, you'd yeah. find it then Easter two years later. <gasps> so you then that's when you'd eat it, and then you'd be like, Mum and Dad, why did you buy this? Um, but we used to have to divvy them up as well uh, yeah. amongst me and my sister, and uh, but you know it'd be sort of evenly divided. Then my sister would eat hers immediately, and I would again space mine out gradually over the course of a few days. But then my sister would complain that she didn't have any left, and my parents would go, "Can you give some to Janelle, please?" And it was like, why is the only person who has to learn a lesson from this me? Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. year, every year without fail. It is a bizarre thing, isn't it? I remember someone sending me an article about how weird it is that we tell children sharing's caring when, like, we're essentially teaching them that if someone comes up and goes, can I have your laptop? You have to go, yeah, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, OK, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, there is, there's a kindness behind it, I'm sure. Um, the other thing I remember, and I think you two are younger than me, I'm 39, but when I was a kid, Easter eggs came with a mug under it. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. Do the audience remember this? You'd have, like, so, I don't know, none of mine are surviving, but you'd have a mini eggs mug, you'd have, like, a whisper mug. What happened to the mugs? Well, I'll tell you what, I am traumatised by these mugs, uh, and I can't drink out of mugs till to this day because I got a Smarties Easter egg in a Smarties mug, and the Smarties mug was, like, dark brown with, like, the Smarty dots on it. Mm. And I'd got it out of the cupboard... And I'd and I'd maybe put some water in and well probably it was probably Coke wasn't it it was it was Pepsi <laughs> and I'd put that in and that was dark brown and then I'd put it to my lips and there was the biggest spider of all time <laughs> and I saw it like here right next to my face and I had my mouth open I was like Whoa. ah and then I saw it and I threw the mug and honestly since that day I've never ever drank out of a mug again can't do it what and yeah I don't I can't I can't even have them in my house. What the fuck? Any mug, yeah, seriously. All right, all right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but you do like a... But do you drink hot drinks? I only drink hot chocolate, but it has to be out of, like, um, a plastic mug. Okay. And if I... It's fun to hear that. I, I've got a mug in my house that's plastic. It's mm. pink. And it's massive, and it's what you're meant to put soup in in the microwave. Mm. And now and again, I'll have, like, a hot chocolate in this, like, pint mug. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be on Zoom or something, and I'll just, like, go for a swig, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like no spiders in this. <laughs> the eggs came in the mug, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how big would the egg be if Sports Direct made Easter? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we, I, I had the last time I remember them doing mugs was two thousand and eight, I think, because okay. I took them with me to uni. I had a Yorkie one and a Kit Kat one. Yes, and uh, they survived. Very, man- very manly Easter. Egg. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, uh, then uh, they survived until twenty nineteen. When uh, my girlfriend and I moved in together, and yeah, she was goodbye. like, goodbye. Those are fucking goodbye. Go-. Yeah. She was like, those are going, and we're getting a second towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've noticed a slow and steady, like, di- vanishings of all of my novelty one off mugs now that I lived with someone with taste. absolutely resent that by the way I'm having a salted caramel Cadbury's egg that has I've had one before in my life and it's revelatory I've already eaten the white chocolate one how was was that can we get a review it's incredible nice that'll do I thought the white chocolate one was like the winning one that you're not supposed to eat is it half and half what happens if you get half and half when you get a million pounds Oh, if you don't eat it. Oh, Jess bought it. Um, no. What if you if we got one it? here, we'd have to do. We'd have to find but something brilliant to do with it. Yeah. What would we do? Pounds. Oh, it's a good thing you could do with that. Therapy for my mug phobia? Yeah! Yeah. It sounds like you have more than £10,000 worth of therapy. (laughs) Yeah, although for free, I'll tell you, the phobia's probably not the issue as the mugs, it's the spider, isn't it? Yes, I'm scared of spiders. Yeah. Yeah, imagine if you're fine with spiders now. It's just mugs. Yeah. <laughs> you a house full of spiders, loads of pet spiders, tarantula in every room. Oh, come around! There's a bug uh, in the shower. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Do you ever have to put like a spider on a mug and then put a piece of paper? Um, uh, you have you two both done comedy at this festival before, and done gigs in Leicester before, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, until this day, what's the most interesting thing you've ever eaten in Leicester? Um, my favourite place in Leicester, I like Bunk. Mm-hmm. If anyone's been to Bunk, uh, very chicken wing y place, nice. uh, which is great. And um, do you know what the venue we're in? Mm. Brewdog. Mm. Um, I think so. I think with, and this is not a slight on the quality of Brewdog's food, but I, I eat, and I've always, if, if ever I'm indulging in food, I've very much enjoyed a sort of quantity over quality approach. And nice. so I'm more led by how big the portion is nice. rather than what the actual sort of food is. And Brewdog are very generous with their portions. So okay. I used to find it really cathartic after gigs and stuff, just getting the biggest possible burger, the biggest possible like loaded fries, mm. mac and cheese, and then a pint of IPA, whatever. Just that, that, that was, oh, the, yes. yeah, that was always what I'd, I'd go for, yeah. It's a Ooh. great post-game feast. Yeah. Have you ever incredible. eaten in Leicester? Have you always I don't been think so. I th- well, no, I must have done, but I think it was, yeah, the classic in your venue. But while you went for quantity, I went for, like, cheapness. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what can I get that's the basic? And it's always like, can I have unsalted chips in a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not a mug. <laughs> yeah, 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 bold. There better not be any yeah. handles on it. I think it was purely led by the post-gig sort of element, I think, yeah. of it. I, 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 I was doing a show in Exeter a couple of weeks ago, and I basically ran off stage because there was a brewdog round the corner, and the f- season finale of La Happy Valley was on. So I, sat, oh. I got my laptop out in there and I sat over his burger. It was a really, really sort of nice experience. But I was just about to suck into my burger and obviously it was Happy Valley, so all the lines were sort of like we found traces of semen at the crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mac and cheese was nice as it lasted. Um, I, uh, no spoilers intended here, I don't think it does. Um, I found ever since watching, I'm, only, I'm still only three or four episodes into The Last of Us, but... Um, I uh, tried to eat enoki mushrooms the day, <laughs> the day after watching episode two of that. Couldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, it's and I don't know what scary. the mushrooms are. The mushrooms are like long... They're those long, thin, white beige ones oh, yes. with like a yeah, tiny yeah, yeah. little cap, and they're really delicious, but they come in little sprouts, and um, it's revealed within seconds, but um, it's Last of Us is set in an apocalypse where... A cordyceps, like a fungus, has taken over humanity, oh. and how they spread. One of the ways they spread it is that they sort. It could also ruin kissing. Actually, they sort of get their mouths close to your mouth, and then these like mushrooms come out and go into your. And if you've been affected by any of the issues. I like those, uh, those particular mushrooms when you were talking about eating because it took a very brave person to try those in the first place. Yeah, I, don't know, I, don't know why we, I don't know why we bother with mushrooms. It's not worth the risk. It's, it's, it's never made sense to me. The option is either it tastes fine or you die. Yeah. But no, I, I don't understand why we ever did I've got the same hey, issue. you say that. Sometimes you can just be paralysed. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, champions. I'm only flipping interrupting myself, but it's worth it because we need to discuss some of the excellent responses you've sent in to me in answer to the question, has an animal in your life ever eaten anything intended for a human? Let's start with this voice note from Rachel, who, um, can I just say, comes to see my comedy the appropriate amount of times, which everyone else should also be aspiring to. When I was at Edinburgh Fringe last summer, when uh, I saw you three times, I was staying with a dog and a cat and the back door was in the kitchen and it, and it was unclear which doors were meant to be open at which times. There was a day where I had come back late from seeing a show and so I hadn't seen my friends that I was staying with and I saw in the kitchen that there was a pizza-shaped box on the side um, and I presumed it was empty so I didn't think that I had to close the kitchen door but anyway, I got a text from her that was like oh, the dog is eating chocolate because we had this chocolate calzone that came for free with our pizza delivery and we didn't want to eat it because it was five kilograms of Nutella in a calzone and so now we have to go to the vet and I'm really annoyed because they just gave us the calzone and we didn't even want it so the dog was fine. Um, she, she was quite bouncy by the time we were all home. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's one lucky dog. I'm sure I'm, 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 not, I'm not surprised the dog was fine. I'm pretty sure Nutella is 99.9% pure, um, whole, nut, healthy, whole, gut-friendly nut. Yeah, I'm not a sweet tooth, but Nutella is the exception. I could drink that shit like water. Thank you very much in the right mood. Now, the next question I asked was, have you or anyone you've witnessed ever eaten anything particularly memorable whilst in transit, on the move, on transport? And lads, as ever, you have excelled in your stories. Thank you. We'll start with a WhatsApp message from Alice, who says, on holiday in Cornwall as a kid, I remember my mum and auntie taking the absolute piss out of some other camper who had a cut glass canter of wine on their plastic camping table. Imagine packing that in with your buckets and spades. <laughs> camping wankers. Saying that, um, there is something gloriously with Nell and I about that, I think, the, the cut glass decanter. Also, the few times I've endured camping as an adult, I won't lie, I've taken my entire bed set. So I've decided that I personally have zero platform from which to judge. <laughs> um, OK, Emma now. Um, Emma on Instagram says she once saw a woman just chomping a big block of cheese at the red light in rush hour traffic. 
I'm glad that Emma's followed that with a with a perfect hand gesture emoji because I'm not going to lie, Emma. I fucking love the sound of her cheese red light lady. Um, okay, now we've got an Instagram message from Showerscape UK. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, they say a lady sitting next to me whipped out a hard-boiled egg on a plane once. I was pregnant at the time and had a very heightened sense of smell. Who does that? She just got it out of her pocket and started peeling it. That is not okay, Showerscape UK. Really enjoying calling a human Showerscape UK. They're representing their business, but or they've accidentally messaged the podcast from their work account. Boiled eggs are an at-home food, people. They are an at-home food, or at very least, an open-air food. Ben Ryder tells us he was on the tube once, and a guy just sat there with a box of chicken from a takeaway. Ben then writes, It was late in the evening, though. I am delighted, Ben, that uh, he'd met your chicken curfew cut-off point. Alice um, Mahoney now says, um, My friend bought a baked potato with cheese and beans to the cinema. (laughs) I'm into it. I'm fucking into that. I think that it's reminded me of when my dear friend Archangel, um, we met at... Um, to go to the theatre like I can't remember some serious theatre it's a long time ago and she brought homemade hummus into a theatre to eat during the show that it stank of raw garlic and she had that with loud loud crunchy carrot and um, we all just looked at her and she was like what we were like fuck you fucking put that away we made her put it away and starve and right, rightly so the other things you've sent me are also brilliant. Oh, we haven't got time for it all here. The things you've seen people eat on the move include plain hot mints, oh, cold pasta, but with their hands. Somebody was very annoyed that someone wasn't having a hot dog, that it had turned out to be a carrot. You're brilliant, you lot. Long story short, thank you for your excellent stories. And I need you to know I've become inordinately more mindful of what I bring on my train picnics after reading all of these. So thank you, I think. Um, I've loved hearing from you. More questions coming all the time. Make sure you're following at the Hoovering Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Let's get back into the podcast. Grandy Yeltsin. Yeah, what would you sound like if you said it now in a big boy voice? Talk to me about something you've had to eat as part of your work as a comedian, or if you've done acting, stuff like that. Amy, in your last photo shoot for your current show that's on tour at the moment, there's, um, you've got, like, lipstick made out of what's-it dust. Yeah. That was a brilliant day. Oh, yes! I love to hear it. And you're, like, drinking gravy from up high. Is it illusion, or did you get to really No, I did it. (laughs) I don't think they wanted me to. I think they were actively like, no, no, you don't have to. And I was like... No, we don't actually have an unlimited supply. <laughs> <laughs> have you got the pictures? <laughs> yes, we've got them now. You don't need to keep doing it. <laughs> it was brilliant. So they they um, smashed up some watsits. Well, I did it on my niece. You did smash, it, smash, yeah. smash, crushed them up. Out. And then we just, um, they put some like... Dab in your mouth. Was it eyelash glue or something? They just put oh, a little right. bit on my lips. And then we just like did it on like a crust mm. and then it was like the ultimate challenge not to lick them not to lick them but well, I, I had suppose... them on my fingers as well so I was like and I was eating them as well so it's like, <laughs> which, which helped 
<laughs> also, that day I tried what's it's dipped in gravy, and they are amazing. Oh my oh. god, I would you love do that. to try that. Yeah, I'm worried, I don't know if I'm worried about corrupting the gravy at the sauce. I feel like a, a what's it isn't <laughs> the, the, the structural integrity of a what's it is quite weak. So I feel, feel if you just dipped it in gravy, it would be like when someone falls into lava in a film. It, just, it goes in, but then nothing comes out. Yeah, it's just a skeleton. We'll learn if yeah, yeah, what's yeah. it has a skeleton. <laughs> little cheesy skeleton dangling out of that. I think that the fact that the Watsit's got such feeble structural integrity is, is part of the joy of the jeopardy of any dunk. Like, the sturdier yeah. the biscuit, the less kind of high the stakes are in terms of how much of it's going to come back out or what you're going to be left with in terms of... Yeah. Uh, bottom of that... I'm sorry, I'm going to use the M-word, mug scud. <laughs> Oh, oh God, someone get her a spider. Um, <laughs> I also did, sorry, yeah. I also did this show called Comedians vs. Food. Oh. And it was, uh, so it was me and I'm in this double act uh, and the double act partner was on the other side of this screen and it was a competition where we just had to eat more than the other person but you could sort oh, of like actually, psych like them the out. So oh. I'd be saying to, to Chris, I'd be like, Oh, I don't like this. So he'd be going really slowly, and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then. But we had to pick the foods to try and get each other. Oh, and one so of the you things, pick their food. Well, you can pick stuff that you know that they don't like. Yeah. And oh. he. Um, it's like don't tell the bride, but it's like don't tell yeah. the bride. <laughs> <laughs> but over four courses. Yeah. And um, he thought he'd psych me out by picking oysters. Mmm, I love oysters. Well, I don't really like them, but he sort of—I don't think he understood the game—and he doesn't like them either. Oh. <laughs> so, so these oysters came, and I managed one. And I was like listening because I couldn't hear what he was doing, and I could just hear him going. <laughs> Has anyone got a bucket? <laughs> oh. And he tried one, but he hated them so much that he just He's spat his, it he puked it back up. So I won. Oh, shit, idiot! That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It wasn't actually like mukbang, like smash as much in as you can. The food was so weird. It was that peculiar. it was about whether you could, yeah, yeah, you can do more than one oyster, basically. Exactly. And there was no waste, which I was very happy about because yeah. the crew mm. could have it. Great. Um, but there was there was an element of just like eat as much as you can as well. Yeah. And yeah, I had to sit outside on the curb for a while oh. afterwards because because of the mixture of things. Because I picked like candy floss because I know I yeah. can bang through sugar. So it's like oysters, candy floss, sausage sandwiches. You know, it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a fucking head fuck, I think. Yeah. Because you, you, it's much as, like, in theory, like, I think that sounds really fun to be like, you've got to have a great big feast if it's food you yes. want. yeah. I f- and I fucking love eating loads. Like, I definitely go for quantity over quality depending on what mindset I'm in. And I think you get people who are, like, don't like feeling full, and I fucking love feeling full. <laughs> like, I love that feeling. I actually genuinely enjoy that mild discomfort brings me pleasure (laughs) but I also love stopping and I want control over that and I don't Mm. know if I'd fare very well in a situation where I was like anyone was going keep going I'd I'd probably snap at someone to make them cry Um, have you ever had to eat anything memorable as part of work yeah I did I have a stand up sketch show which is like a show where you you, they they, they show you doing your stand up set and then you film like a sort of crime watch-esque sort of reconstruction of it in which everyone's like miming along to the words you said. And so I had a particular um, 
thing where it was the, the idea was I'd had a, I'd had an argument with like a housemate because they'd asked if I'd done the washing up and I claimed I had but I hadn't and then I was visibly eating cornflakes out of a vase <laughs> and they filled up this vase full of milk and cornflakes and we had to do about but I, I, I realised I talked way too quickly and so it was really difficult for everyone to mime along realistically with my words so it took about 20 takes and each time we kept having to pour more milk in more oh coffee soggy sodden cornflakes and they also there was something about eating so- they felt like there was someone else's cornflakes and I feel like yeah. cereal's not a food you'd ever share no <laughs> um, and so like it just felt like eating someone else's leftover cornflakes was so grotesque. I had to do that over the course of a whole afternoon. And then uh, the next day we were filming a scene sort of in a restaurant where it was like a nice sort of fancy dinner. And they were like, oh, we need you to do that classic thing where, you know, like where people are having a conversation over food and TV and they keep, you know, aiming their fork at someone and they keep stirring the food around and they never take a bite. And then I got off with the meal and I was like, well, why did I have to eat the fucking cornflakes then? <laughs> why did you need to see me eat those? <laughs> but I was kind of fine with it because I, um, so uh, I, don't, I have no idea why or how I can um, turn off my taste buds like at will. What? Yeah. And my sister can and my dad can. So me and my sister must have inherited it from my dad. My mum can't. What? What? Yeah. Well, I, I, know, I know. It's this really hard to explain, but if we just don't want to taste something... We just decide not to taste it. Have some chocolate error, mint chocolate error. Well, I could, but yeah, and I just wouldn't taste it. But That's the thing insane. is, it wouldn't work. What do you do? Do you bypass a part of your tongue? No, you, it's just a decision. It's just... like a decision. <gasps> wow! Shut up! It's like yeah. magnesium. The, the, the closest thing I can compare it to is, you know, if you like, you hold your nose. You can't really. That stops you from tasting stuff if you hold your nose. Yeah, but it's also harder to swallow. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of it feels like that sensation, but we're not actually doing anything with our mouths or anything like that. It's just like a decision. It's a psychological. But yeah, dis- well, I, was, I was able to do it from like the age of four. I just thought everyone could do it. Um, wow. and, Shut up! Yeah, but it's uh, you're but, like Darren Brown, but in the mouth. But it's not. The problem is, it's not useful. <laughs> it is useful. It is useful. Sorry. It's useful. It, was, it would have been useful like, when I was a straight woman. <laughs> but that, I think that therein lies the problem. Right. Is that like, if someone, because people have sometimes asked me, you're like, oh, could you literally eat like a dog turd then? It's like, well, no, because if I knew it was a dog turd, I'd, I'd yeah. know psychologically <laughs> as a dog turd I wouldn't be able yeah, to do it yeah, yeah. but it was more just that it made me a very polite eater yeah um, wow. and it was very handy at this bar I used to live in Sheffield and there was this bar where basically they'd give you a free round of drinks if you could drink the worst drink that the bartenders <gasps> would make you and you had to drink this awful concoction they'd put in like um, egg liqueur and all mm. this and loads of stuff and it would form a sort of cheese like and it was that type lo- of stuff. loads of those they'd put in about ten different drinks and they'd pour it into like this pint glass and you just had to down the whole thing I mean, if you, and I, I, I'd do it every time and it was great but then what would happen is you've, you've been drunk a pint of pure light shots yeah. so my friends would enjoy the rest of the evening and I wouldn't um, but yeah but then eventually the bartender sort of realised my downfall because it doesn't work with uh, spicy stuff so they just oh. make it as spicy as possible and it's unbearable but yeah oh god yeah. this is amazing so from well, the cornflakes you... in stand-up sketch show it was easy to just not taste it but the, te- right. the texture was still pretty grim yeah what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten in order to avoid food waste what's oh, a difficult one I've, I've eaten stuff that has definitely gone off like yeah. all, all that has been in the fr- okay this is going to make me sound really stupid but if it, does stuff go off if you put it in the freezer can stuff go off 
I have never. Oh, we've got a strong yes. Actually. Yeah, I, yeah, yes. Okay, I've I ne- thought so. Well, well, the amount of times where it says like eat within a month, you think, well, what's the fucking point of having to put it in there then? Well, yeah. Surely it's got a year. Well, I'm like, what's the point of freezing that? Like, yeah. it's encased in ice. Why I think did there the, Why did the bog man survive? Like there is. <laughs> well, not survive. Yeah. He didn't survive. He was specifically dead the whole time. Right? <laughs> also, he was in a bog. But was there in are ice, things so that corrode when frozen slowly, aren't there? And like become a different form, like. Cream doesn't do very well frozen. Or John Carpenter's The Thing. (laughs) (laughs) You said no. There was a really confident no from the audience. Was it you? It's Fat Bloom Man. (laughs) Oh, no, it's his friend. Um, What 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 happens to it? So, probably to be clear, my dad used to go in a supermarket, so occasionally stuff would end up in the back of there for last reasons. Yeah. But there are certain... It slows down bacteria, but it doesn't always kill everything oh, right if you get enough it will degrade you you can freeze thing and it basically breaks down to all the cells it turns to mush yeah you could still eat that it's still edible but if you leave it long enough yeah there are certain pathogens that will still still work I believe oh I feel I've learned a lesson I should have learned much younger in my life <laughs> Years at that stage, okay. yeah. But I, I, I had some um, Sainsbury's chipolatas. This was about ten years ago, and they were like encased in ice, and so they were defrosting all day. But I didn't want to get rid of them, and I, I ate them. And then my housemate came in and asked, basically, why I was eating green chipolatas. <gasps> um, I'm colourblind, so that was news to me. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. Were you ill? Uh, yes. Did he give you the shit? I don't really remember. Don't I don't, I've, never had, I've never had so food poisoning. Disgusting. Haven't you? No. And I. Fucking hell. Lord knows I've tried. I've tried so hard, yeah. Have you had food poisoning? Oh, loads. I'm terrible. I don't believe any of the dates where it says, have it by then. I'm like, come on. Yeah. What's a week or two or a month going to (laughs) do? My Google search history is always like, can you still eat blank? (laughs) (laughs) So I think the latest one was, can you still eat potatoes? You know, if they've got the sprouting or the little potatoes. Them. Yeah, that's fine, isn't it? Yeah, but I just like just to chop check. the sprouts off. But this, yeah. I've never, that's something I've never been able to get on board with. I've never been able to get on board with. Oh, just t- on the jar of jam, just take off the. <laughs> Why? Cheese, just scrape it off. I'm like, it's bad. It must have gone. It must have permeated. Things <laughs> like I that. think it's good for you. Yeah. I think it um, helps your gut health garden, but I'm worried that the two men in the front row are going <laughs> to. I should definitely already be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but should you not eat jam that's got. Jam's fine, take the layer off. A scientist who understands but, fat blooms has it, made it official. But I think it, it's like you remember you remember what it looked like. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what the issue is. I don't mind what it looked like, but I love blue cheese. I love that. And I think oh, no, I, yeah. I got some snazzy cheese as a present. And the, one of them, and I think it was like a really like a really fusty heart. I think it was a cheddar, though. But it said, like, on the thing, it must be so used to people going... That, that's gone. It was like, it's meant to be full of veins and cracks and stuff. Do you reckon, <laughs> do you reckon like Cravendale have ever tried to do that? The milk is meant to be it. solid? No, no, no. <laughs> Actually. Um, I, well, that's weird. With cheese, I really like blue, I like the strongest, okay. bluest, but I really want a cheese that will fuck me up. Yeah. Really treat me badly. Burn really it, burn it. it. But for some reason, if I've left some cheddar in the fridge and it's got a few bits of mould on them, I'm like, get, get out of my life. <laughs> 
I go, I go well, real double standards. If it came mouldy, great. If I if I myself am responsible for the mould, I do not trust myself with yeah. the mould. Yeah, flipping heck, amazing. Oh, I contain multitudes. Of <laughs> <laughs> hypocrisies, don't we all? Um, um, what's the furthest in advance you've ever planned a specific bit of eating? Did it live up to it? Could it ever have done? I really look forward to things. Yeah. Eating wise, like I think if I there's like oh, I've got somewhere near, I haven't been to. There's a Vietnamese place near me that I haven't been to for ages, and I think I'm going to be going there on Saturday, um, and that's like a week away. And I know that I'll be. I will have upwards of three erotic thoughts about that a day, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's just a lovely. Th- I think the anticipation of eating is such a crucial part of eating. Actually. I would do it for tour dates. I would look would weeks yes. and be like, oh, I'm in Leeds that date. Do they yes. have any real like? barbecue American mm. briskety, just loads and loads of just layers of meat. Where's that? I'll book it months in advance. <laughs> and then that, that is what I will fixate all my thoughts on. And yeah. it will be what I'm thinking about when I'm on stage. Sorry, Leeds. But like, it's... it's <laughs> and, um, but I used to... I, I, I will punish myself in order to increase the benefits of rewards. So yeah. I used to do oh. really punishing lengths every year. And I, 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 I mean, uh, so I used to... Go, right, okay, for Lent, I will go vegan, I'll give up alcohol, I'll give up fizzy drinks, I'll give up pizza, I will oh, give up God. sweets, I'll give up chocolate, I'll give up all these things. This pleasure pain to, dance. In order friend. to have the greatest Easter Saturday at midnight you could right. possibly have. And then I would plan it, I would find myself just Googling safe search off just Papa John's. <laughs> I just find myself just looking at Papa John's and looking at the different permutations and going, but I could have extra ham. And, and, doing, and working out what sides I'd get and stuff like that, I planned it all out sort of meticulously. And, oh, then, it would, and, and, then, the, and then the meal would be everything I wanted it to be. And more yeah. being oh, it would. It I'd would be, love yeah. to hear that, Amy. Well, can I just say, if we do get one of them half and half eggs, I'd like yeah. to share my counselling with Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not uh, much of a planner. Fair play. No, really? Yeah. I think that's a lovely way to live. Do you as think? Well. Yeah, I do. Uh, because I think sometimes brilliant. I can get stressed out by... Oh, well, I think the joy and anticipation, but also... The problem with being a planner, and I don't know if you get this going, but the other, the, the other day I decided to make this, like, gnocchi bake, um, and I had most of the ingredients, but not gnocchi, and that, uh, maybe that is quite <laughs> crucial. But, um, it, was a, it turned out to be a four-supermarket job, and that was, like, two hours of my, that day, preciously small working day, gone. Tried the Turkish food centre, didn't have it. Had to go, stopped at, a, like, a Tesco Metro, didn't fucking have it. Stopped at somewhere else, had to fucking pay for 15 minutes parking, co-op, didn't fucking have it. Had to try a bigger co-op, God, they had it. But <laughs> every, every supermarket I got to, I was thinking, you could just use pasta. But I'm so, like, yeah. the plan, okay. the plan said nothing. <laughs> just hungry. <laughs> but that's the, the, the downside to planning ahead, is yeah. if one element goes slightly awry, then oh. it just, like, the amount of times I've, like, after, say, like, a long drive after a gig, I've just planned out in my head a, a, a victory McDonald's on the way home. And you've got it all planned out, and you go there, and they go, oh, the milkshake machine's broken. It's like, why don't I just take off my own head then? Why don't I do that? <laughs> shall, I do, shall I do that in front of you? <laughs> Quick fire questions. Ever stolen food? Unintentionally. Oh. Unintentionally stole from 
Selfridges because I was walking past it on the way home one day. I've never been in Selfridges before, but I was in there and I saw they had Lucky Charms, and I was like, "Oh, my sister would like those." Um, and so, and as I would also like those, and so I got some, and then I carried on looking around Selfridges, being like, "Oh, I can't, this is incredible! I can see why people talk about this shop. This is very expensive. It looks very nice." And um, I just very happily walked out with my pockets bulging. <laughs> that was the first favorite reference. My my brother nicked uh, an industrial box of you know red laces, red sugary yes, laces nice. when I was little, and I found them and in the <gasps> night, and I ate them all. I think there was like two thousand laces, <laughs> <laughs> and I was being very sick, red out of my oh, nose and mouth, and wow. my parents didn't know I'd eaten the laces, so they were like, "We need to go to hospital." <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, and then they were like, no, she's, she seems fine. Like, she seems absolutely fine. And I was like, I've eaten 2,000 red laces. I'm sorry, I didn't want to say. Oh, my God, incredible. Crisps or cake? Crisps. Crisps. Me too. What a great panel. But I don't like either. Oh, what? Yeah, oh, genuinely. what are you? Yeah, know, right, both of you, we're going to need to do another podcast another sorry. time. Not really. I need to know more about that. Not like a crisp. <sighs> <laughs> You sure you hadn't accidentally turned your taste buds off? <laughs> um, okay, final quick far question. American actor and comedian Tiffany Haddish eats gherkins stuffed with either a Jolly Rancher or a peppermint. How does that make you feel in three words? Okay. Apart from. Oh, fuck. Fourth word. <laughs> wow. No, okay, apart from. Sounds dead mad. Yeah. <laughs> really nice. Now it's time for the The Easter Bunny makes love to Magneto and creates a supervillain baby which can manipulate not just all forms of magnetism but also for a quarter of the year um, all children and with regards to some retail it can also manipulate the markets. It's awful. Everyone's dead from broken electronic fields and chocolate drowning ponds. I think I deserve more. Um, It's agreed to stop having ever existed, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, Amy and Glenn, agree to, as a pair, both speaking one word at a time, taking turns, you have to talk Putin down. Um, All the while trapped in an adult-sized version of one of those bouncers that you trap babies in by dangling them off a door frame. It sounds impossible, but... Uh, your reward is the adulation of all people for all time. You've saved us from a disgusting apocalypse, but your reward in the moment, and bearing in mind you're the happiest and hungriest you've ever been, is the feast of your dreams. It's the opposite of a last meal. It's the best meal. What would you have? There are no consequences to anything you have, and anything is possible. A Chicago town pepperoni pizza. In the microwave? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With another Chicago town pepperoni <gasps> pizza. Oh, yeah. And you seal them up into a, a pizza bowl. And you eat it like a sandwich. Is Fucking hell. absolutely sensational. I'm imagining you doing that with one of those 80s plastic babies bibs that's got like a little... <laughs> it's got like a little scoopy catcher. Yeah. Uh, 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 sort of... Uh, oh, the remnants, the, the yeah. detritus because afterwards is gonna... the thing that really, that really makes mm. it because it's a mixture of hardened yeah. cheese and then just these bits of... Uh, pepperoni that haven't discernibly come from any living <laughs> creature, but they just so it's so perfect. Spiced it's so, shards so perfect. Yeah. of something with a bit of give. Yeah, you'd need a fork, wouldn't you, for the post remnant? No, Sorry, Amy. Yes. Just no, hands. Who wouldn't? No, just hands. <laughs> Sorry, just burn my hands. bad. My bad. 
I immediately had a very strong image, and then I thought, don't say that. But oh, the please. image is so strong, nothing else has come. <laughs> so what I thought of was uh, a Yorkshire pudding the size of a bathtub, in a bathtub. Yes. Filled with tarragon mash, right? Mm. But then I, in the image, I'm in the mash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the mash, oh in the bathtub, God. and yes, I've got just a little jug of gravy. <laughs> and then just, just a big, like, ladle that I'm just just scooping yeah. some mash, breaking off some Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. I regret oh, not yeah. choosing one You're that costs two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Please give a round of applause to my amazing guests. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you so much. You've been amazing. Enjoy the rest of the festival. What an absolute treat. Follow Amy Gledhill and Glenn Moore on social media at once, please. More importantly, go and see them do stand-up live. They are both delivering an absolute masterclass in the craft of comedy just now. I honestly couldn't rate either of them more highly. Please go and see them. Listen to Sturdy Girls Club on BBC Sounds, my new Radio 4 series. And of course, it goes without saying, but have a delicious Easter. Or if you don't like the E word, enjoy your spring weathered chocolatey Christmas instead. Follow us on social media at The Hoovering Pod. I'm on at Jessica Foster Send us voice notes, pictures, WhatsApps to 07462 855 271. Email us, thehooveringpod at gmail.com. I'll be storing all your beautiful offerings up and discussing them in future episodes. Keep an eye on our social media for any specific questions and topics that we'll be asking you to contact us about. Links to everything interesting mentioned today are, as ever, in the podcast notes. Hoovering is presented and created by me, Jessica Fosterkew. The music is by Jake Yap, and it was produced by Laura Grimshaw. Until in two weeks, happy hoovering. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.